His knee was down. I, I don't <laughs> like that a title can be won this way. The winner by disqualification and new. Today we received the news that Aljamain Sterling is going to be out for a period of three months because he's going to have neck surgery. For the winner by split decision, It seems like a significant amount of MMA fans maybe want to see Al Jermaine lose against Sean O'Malley. Like, what is it about Sean O'Malley that people really are getting behind it? Is it the significant win over Jan in the way that he did it? Is it the personality? Is it the sort of style that he's bringing to, to MMA that actually we want to see that guy as the champion? Why aren't people sort of giving Al Jermaine the respect that maybe he has deserved? I think the scale is actually more shifted from people wanting to see Al lose rather than O'Malley win. It's, it's probably like a 70-30. A I think O'Malley has a really interesting style that I personally love. He puts on really exciting performances. Obviously, predominantly a striker. He tries to finish on the feet, whether it be with kicks or punches. It's always exciting and you hope there's going to be a knockout when O'Malley fights. But with Aljo, I think it comes down to the fact that how he first won the belt by the first ever champion to win by DQ and then took a whole year out after his Oscar-winning performance which I think is still bollocks because you need someone in the head. That's the rules. Came back, beat Yarn in a really kind of demoralizing way and then fights Dillashaw, who has one arm, shouldn't have been in the cage, and then fights Henry Cejudo after a three-year layoff where he doesn't look the same as he did. Do you think Henry Cejudo came back and do you think the UFC brought him back, immediately put him in the title fight, hoping that he would win? Yes, which is weird because they were treating Cejudo like he's this really big name and he's like this superstar, whereas when he was that I don't feel like the UFC treated him like he was a big superstar and they were trying to build Cejudo up like he was that coming back and I feel like a lot of people also felt that Cejudo was just like jumping his way in too easily it was like they oh they thought this guy could beat Aljo so let's put him in a title fight straight away when a lot of fighters and a lot of fans felt like he should earn a title shot because he's been away for so long it was kind of a massive period of divisional instability really because you had TJ finally sort of have some kind of dominance and then obviously he popped right he leaves the division and then since then it was kind of in a state of flux and really. yeah, Henry came up, beat Marais for the bantamweight belt and then wanted to go up to fight Volkanovski for the featherweight, but then just retired. For all of this, oh, I'm going to save the flyweight division. He did just abandon the flyweight division. But yeah, I think another problem as well on Aljo's side is that he won't fight Marab. That's another reason why I think Dana doesn't, not, not doesn't like him. Maybe he's like, he finds him as a champ a bit less favorable. But Marab doesn't want to fight him either though. It's like, it goes both ways. It's not like Marab's just like, fuck it, yeah, I'll fight him. Yeah. And Aljo's like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but for Dana, that doesn't help, does it? Because his job is to make contenders. It's like, I've got this guy who's beating everybody, but he can't fight the champion. So it's just like, what do what, you do with him? Yeah. What yeah. do you do? It's been alluded to a lot that if Aljamain wins or loses this one, he's going to 145. So I think he's just like buying enough time until it, until he's gone, essentially. In regards to his popularity, do you feel like Aljamain Sterling needs to have an absolute firefight, an absolute war to win people over? Say if he does squeeze past Sean and it's a fucking fight to the death, five rounds, both guys are cut up, bloody, battered, almost like Israel Adesanya, I'm prepared to die against Kelvin Gastelum. 
do you think that will win people over? I mean, there's definitely this whole idea that he hasn't had that much adversity. You know, if you win the belt by DQ, then where's the adversity in that? You Well, there is adversity because you were losing, but you didn't overcome anything. Obviously, the rematch is great, but then there are still people who were still bitter about the first one. The Cejudo fight was close, but it wasn't like a war, was it? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how you promote yourself or how much you talk. It is always on your performance. The story of that performance and then the narrative coming out of that. And then that is your narrative until your next fight. Like, it's always how it works. Does like Al Jermaine Sterling need to go, okay, I'm a dominant champion. People still don't really like me. Maybe I need to go out of my comfort zone to do something crazy. She doesn't have a moment where people sit back in their chairs and go, holy shit, I will remember that until I die. He doesn't have any power, I feel like. That's the reason that's not really happened. He lands on the feet and he, he's outstruck people, but he's not like really... Well, he needs a know. fucking Demetrius Johnson German suplex into an armbar. That's yeah. what he needs. One of Aldo's best wins was the Sanhagen rear naked choke in like sure. a minute. True. That and that was, was like doing that against he, against the person he did is really impressive. Yeah, yeah and that's because of the speed that he did it, right? Like if he went out there and did a, a Rose Namajunas fucking flying arm Bar. I mean, if he did something like that against I mean, Sean O'Malley, exactly, there is all probability that he, he might go and do that. Just yeah. sits on him, just literally. Like, I guess the question is, what the fuck can he do to make himself more popular amongst everyone? It's having? hard for me because I do kind of like him. Do you get excited for a Aljamain fight? Well, I like. I get excited for an Aljamain fight because of the division's exciting. Partly because of that. Right? Yeah. So does that mean you want to see someone beat him? When Dana White comes on fucking YouTube, we got a big Dana White announcement. It's like Aljamain Sterling is fighting. You go fucking couldn't wait for this. I, mean, I, I I go to sleep every night hoping they announce an Aljamain Okay, Stone. well, I don't feel like that about anybody for a start. <laughs> yeah. So that's not really... Except Mike Perry, obviously. Yeah. Um, You're not joking, though. I think... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not, not joking. joking. I, like, I, I really like Aljo's style. That's the thing. He's such a unique guy. And I like anyone who's got a really good creative kicking game. I just feel like he doesn't have as much power. On the feet, he's not, he's not threatening on the feet. So you don't have that element of the fight could end at any moment with Aljo it's like an accumulation he starts to drown people and wear on people which is good though because that that does work for some people it works for guys like Nate but I guess I guess he just doesn't have that from the bell rings holy shit any moment the fight could be over I feel like there's a bunch of people in 135 though who use that volume approach that do get finishes that are way more exciting like O'Malley is that like I know he has one punch power but he touches you up to make those reads to then get that shot that, that will put you out like Sanhagen does it TJ does it to a to a degree as well I mean even you go back further to like fucking Cody Garber and just like throwing those the, a Sun Salve knockout was just like what the fuck bro it's just <laughs> from, from the hip <laughs> that was yeah. fucking crazy that it was like yeah. an overhand but it was a hook it was, it was weird just sat there like all Joe all Joe's fucking up this whole press conference tonight. I, I don't know what All Joe's doing. Do you want me to explain what's going on in the mind of fucking All Joe? All Joe's one of those guys who just can't get out of his own way. No, let me tell you something fun. People say it tastes like bananas. That's part of the branding. It does. It does. It taste does. Like bananas, yeah, yeah. But that isn't something they added into it. So banana is a taste that occurs sort of naturally within the like fermenting process of whiskey all they've done during the fermentation process is kind of lean more in to what makes that wheat that banana taste come out and then extrapolate it the banana flavor is already there we've just lent more into it mm. do you know what i did with it the other day actually i yeah. had it on, go on uh, i had it with pancakes oh you actually did it they did. in with the is egg that one of those howlerhead girls recommended that to you did they no, no that, that, was, was, that was me yeah. that was yeah so i actually i actually took you up on that had yeah. it in pancakes actually really really Ooh. good yeah if you want to get yourself some howlerhead you can do so at larger tesco stores all around the country it's in the uk now or you can go on amazon or you can go on this website that has lots of booze it's called master of malt i'm a master 
of drinking alcohol. I've been practicing for 13 years. Responsibly. Responsibly. Dana, get out of here with that. Nah. I've done everything the UFC has asked me to do. Everything. Beat Piotr former champion. Beat TJ Dillashaw, former champion. And then you got Henry Ciudo, the greatest combat athlete of all time, self-proclaimed. I beat this guy also with a partially torn bicep tendon. Should we have a look at his career real quick? And yeah. Just run through them. Like, his best finish was him getting finished by Marais. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone loves that kick because it wasn't meant to happen, yes, but it did. Gee. The Cejudo fight was a split, obviously. Dillashaw was a TKO because he was just pounding him, but it's like... Just beat him up on the ground himself. for a minute. Yarn win was a split. Then it was the illegal knee DQ. Then it was the fantastic rear naked choke, Corey Sandhagen. Yeah. That got him a title fight. Amazing performance. Before that, it was decision Pedro Munoz, decision Jimmy Rivera. Then he Sulawev stretched Cody Stamen, which was fantastic again, but it happened on the same night as Zabit. Zabit did it. And then it was decision Brett Johns, who was the Welshman. I think he was undefeated. And then he got knocked out by Marlon. And then it was decision Burrell, decision Augusto Mendez, then two split decision losses. So yeah, and then... His, his last submission before that was a guillotine of Johnny Eduardo in 2015. So, so he's absolutely grinded life. I mean, if there was a guy who fucking deserves to be champion, it's Aljamain Sterling. With a with a career like that, it's the severe downs to reach like the pinnacle w which he's at now. The, his only losses are the two split decisions and then the knockout, which was kind of like a flash knockout. Maybe people don't actually hate Aljamain Sterling. I think they do. I, think yeah, I don't. Do. Maybe it's not that they hate him; it's just they don't care. Is he the main event of the next pay per view? Yeah. Who's the co-main of that pay per view? Uh, Jean Meili versus Lemos. Like, are you going to pay $70 to watch Aljamain Sterling? If I was a fight? rich man, yes. Yeah. Like, if I go to you right now, get your wallets out, put down $70. I'm trying to save money at the moment. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you're a US fan paying that money, are you paying that money to watch Aljamain Sterling fight? You're also forgetting the other side of the coin is Sean. Do you pay that money to see Sean finally get a title shot? Yeah. I think more people might be interested in actually seeing that. And that's the thing. People are more interested in Sean than they are the champion. Yeah, I would probably say, yeah. He's got bright hair he's got face tats he looks like a rapper there's some people he looks like an idiot i'm just saying younger people yeah definitely yeah. love that stuff yeah, they do, like yeah. they love a guy that goes in there who's like himself through and through and then he fights like he he fights a lot better than you might think he does looking at him I don't know this. I think there's something intrinsically attractive about him. And it, I think we keep saying is that his performance is so good. He's one of the only people that really sticks out. Yeah, I think Aljo's just the old guard as well. He represents an era of the sport where those fans are a lot older now. Nobody really remembers that what he did to build himself up within the division. That Sulawev stretch. Oh my God, amazing. 2015 nearly 10 years ago so i understand why some people don't even sort of connect with the idea of why he's such a special guy but i think his longevity is part of the reason he is special because he has been in that division for so long almost longer than anybody else do you know what helps this content is all of our members who get to see the unedited version of this yeah. Which is um, actually proving to be quite a bloody hitter isn't it lads yeah <laughs> everyone's signing up yeah Sorry. all the boys we, we do, we comment as well. Like, oh yeah, we, if you want to ask like three of us or tell us like how bad our takes are or anything like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, I said I said Chandler knocking out Tony was a fluke and I, I sparked a whole heated debate in the I comments. Guess, yeah. So yeah, you can come argue with me if you want. I'll be there. Do if you? we want t-shirts, I can get us t-shirts though. Oh really? Like well, I, the I have a hookup. No, no, I have a hookup. I have a hookup at GB Top Team and then they'll ship them anywhere. We just need to go. Sounds dodgy.